Before I knew my name, before I drew a breath, he was making ways for me. Now and every day, in each and every step, he is making ways for me. When my heart is full of doubt, feels like faith is running out, I've come too far to turn around. I
still going to talk about the power of the believer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for having us come together to hear from you. I ask that you speak to us in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Last week we talked about the fact that as many as have received Christ, he has given them the power to become the children of God. He gave them power and he has given us power to become the children of God. And if you recall, we talked about the fact that because we are sons, he has given us power to become sons of God. And because we are sons, we are heirs of the kingdom. We have rights to assess the benefits of the kingdom. And we are joint heirs with Christ. Are you here? Tonight we want to continue. Still talking about the fact that God has given us power. And what sort of power has He given to us? Let's open our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 18. Let's read. It says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us There's an emphasis here that there's a power that we have received. Anyone who has believed in Christ, has accepted Christ, has a power working in him or her. And not just power, but a great power. You say, what is the exceeding greatness of his power, of God's power? God's power works in us exceedingly. As believers, as children of God, there's a power in us. And that power in us, the Spirit of God in us, causes us to experience the power of God exceedingly. Let's read it again. And what is the exceeding greatness of His power towards us who believe? according to the working of his mighty power. And the Bible is telling us that we need to understand. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened towards this. The eyes of our understanding should be enlightened that there's a great power, an exceeding power working in us or towards those who believe, towards every believer, there's a power of God extended towards us. And it causes a power to be working within us. 
And the Bible continues. What, what this power is all about. Let's go to verse 20. Which he worked in Christ. The same power. When he raised him from the dead. And seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. That power which works in us. Which is extended towards us. Which God extends towards us. That mighty power is the same power he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. Are you here? The same power that raised is the same power working towards us, working for us, and working in us. Let's continue. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the and sat him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also to come. Every name that is named, everything that has a name. Christ is seated far above. And last week we talked about the fact that joint heirs, we are also seated far above with Christ in heavenly places, above every principality, power, dominion. Above every limitation. I want us to go to Romans chapter 8 and verse 8. 11, and let's still expand on this, the same topic. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, it's Romans chapter 11 talking about the same thing. The same thing, the same spirit, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Have you thought about that before? That same spirit. 2021 years ago. When did Jesus rise from the dead? When did Jesus rise from the dead? <laughs> we started reading it after. So it should be 2021. That's okay to you. Okay, it's 2021. AD 2021. Okay. After the resurrection. Okay. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you and me. That power is available for you and for me. Let's continue reading. He, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Oh, why have you moved? But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, 
he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Let's read it again. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I want to read this thing from this um, message Bible. MSV. It stands to reason, doesn't it? That if the alive and present God who raised Jesus from the dead moves into your life, he will do the same thing in you that he did in Jesus, bringing you alive to himself. When God lives and breathes in you, you are delivered from that dead life. With the spirit living in you, your body will be alive as Christ. The same spirit that dwells in us is the same spirit that quickened Christ's body. And the Bible is saying that that same spirit will quicken our mortal bodies. That same spirit will make us come alive unto Christ. That same spirit gives us the power of our bodies. <laughs> Hallelujah. That power over our body, say, with the spirit living in you, your body will be as alive as Christ. This is verse 11. Verse 12. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. The new translation, new living translation says, so dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation whatsoever to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. Now you hear where, you get where we are going, getting to this evening. You get where we are getting to this evening. The spirit of God that quickened Christ from the dead also quickens our mortal bodies. That power lives in us. That same power, we have that same power in us. I said, therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. You have no obligation, you and I. Because the sinful nature will urge us, drift us towards the flesh. Drift us towards the things of the flesh. But because the Spirit of God lives in us, that same power that was available 
2021, 2021 years ago, and lifted Christ, that same power lives in us. And that same power is available to us. That same spirit quickens our mortal bodies, stirs us up, stirs our bodies up, makes our body come alive. So we do not have any obligation to drift or to do what your sinful nature or to do what our sinful nature <laughs> edges us. Who doesn't have an edge? Who is not prompted? Who is not tempted? Who is not edged? Who does not see negativity or feel negative things? The flesh would want to dominate. The flesh would want to move us. Towards negativity. But sin does not have dominion over us. Sin does not have dominion, control. But the enemy will always want us to fall under sin, to be dominated, to be manipulated, to be controlled. But there's a power in us. And because of that power in us, we have dominion over sin. We have control over sin. We should be able to say no. Because the feelings will come. We have no obligation to do what the sinful nature urges. It says go and steal. It says what? It will say a lot of things. The flesh. Hello, the flesh. It will say a lot of things. The flesh will speak. The flesh says, don't talk. Don't talk to that person. The flesh says, don't mind her. The flesh says, I cannot forgive. Oh, you can record various things on your mind. In this day and age, where there's, there's a drift towards sin, there's an, there's, there's, it's, it's as if there's an, there's an urgency. We must sin. If you do not sin, it is not possible to live a righteous life. You must sin. I was talking to a, to a group of youth, and I asked. I asked, if I asked whether it was possible, whether it was possible not to go to bed with one another in this time. And I was told, no. It is not possible. And, and I like people being frank. I like people being honest. And that is the norm. That is their practice. As a matter of fact, if you will be the old one. If you don't practice, if you don't live like that, if you don't live like the world, you are tapped. You appear old. But we should not yield our members, our body, our hands, our eyes, our our, our lips to the enemy because 
there's a power in us. And we need to have that understanding. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened to the fact that there's a power in us. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us and it quickens our body. It drifts us. It lifts us up far above principalities and powers. Far above the control of the enemy. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to hear these things, but that is the good message. That is the good news. That is the truth we must hear. We must hear it. See, a false balance is an abomination. So we must hear this. We must hear all other messages urging us on, pressing us on, leading us, saying that we must make it to the end. But these are the things. Control over the flesh. Power over the flesh. And we can do it through Christ who strengthens us. We can do it because the Spirit of God lives in us. So the Bible is trying to tell us there's no excuse. And that is the truth. That there is no excuse. And you and I must serve as the light of the world. Can my life be read? Can my lifestyle be read? Can your lifestyle be read? Are you a light unto the world? <laughs> Are you telling yourself, ah, I wish I didn't come to this evening's meeting. What is this? You came to hear the God of Bethel. Eh? Yes. Sunday we hear the God of Bethel. God will remember you. God will remember the sacrifice. But we need also to be told that we must bring the flesh under subjection. And we will be aged. There will be enticement. The, you know, the devil's strategy has always been the same. Enticement. It never changes. It has, it has not changed and it will not change. One strategy is enticement. You will see. <laughs> you will do what? They saw the fruit. Good for food. It, it will taste nice. It will be nice. What are you seeing? You will see something. It will be nice. It will appear nice. But you must wait whether you are satisfying the flesh or satisfying the spirit. It is either spirit or flesh. But we need to be examples. No matter how difficult it appears, we need to be examples. And we have power to control the desires of the flesh. You know, sometimes we are in a certain sin and we think that we cannot stop. Or we are doing something we think that we cannot stop. And other time, didn't I say that sin is... Sin is what? Sin is what? Pleasurable. Oh, yeah, the fruit tasted nice, but it led to death. 
Sin is pleasurable. It will always appear nice. When we were in school, the, the desire is that no restriction, don't go out. But the mindset is that you can run out of school to town, out of the confines of whatever, the school, school borders. We need to run out and do what? For some pleasure. To end, experience something. So it will always appear nice. It will always appear good. It will always appear good for food. It will always be enticing. James tells us that when we are drawn by our lusts, we'll be enticed. That enticing thing will draw us away. And then we'll give birth to sin. We need to live a balanced life. And that is the truth. We have the obligation, you and I, have the obligation to live a balanced life. You and I have the obligation to live a balanced life. Live the Christian principles. Are you a Christian? Who is a Christian? Who is a Christian? You should exhibit a Christ-like nature. Christ-like nature. Christ must be seen in me. Christ must be seen in you. I need to, I was going to on to other things. Let's feel like just dwelling here tonight, we just pray. Committing ourselves. Because that is what will also bring the breakthrough when we align, when we put ourselves right. That is what will bring the breakthrough. That is what will bring the elevation. That is what will bring the promotion. That is what will cause us to appear before God and and, and boldly declare. Do you understand? So I need to say it. We need to be taught. We need to be told. And the good news tonight is that there's a power in us. The eyes of our understanding be enlightened to the fact that there's, there's a power in us that helps us to overcome. So whatever it is, we are overcomers. That's why we are named more we are named more than conquerors. We need to apply principles to avoid sin. We need to do what? Principles. 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 And steady those who have overcome. But sister, how are you able to keep yourself? Then she can say, I do this, I do that, I do. Brother, how are you able to stay in the office without adding zeros? When everybody there is adding zeros. How are you able to overcome? Then he says, oh, I do this. I do that. I'm not greedy. I am content. That's why the Bible teaches us to be content. With what we have, be content. Other than that, you will quickly add a zero. You will look out and quickly add a zero. Sometimes you wonder, where is Everybody. Sunday, we come to. 
We are in church Sunday. Go out there Monday. Maybe go to the harbor. Oh, try. Maybe go to the harbor. Then you wonder, oh, where is everybody? <laughs> because at every deck, probably, everybody seated there. Your paper is there. It cannot move. The paper that should easily move is not moving. And I hope that it is not be in front of a, a, the choir leader. Choir leader is preventing the paper from moving. I went to an office one, one time. I was told, I, I really liked it. You know, everybody seems to, but I was told about that. Oh, ask for that woman. She will help you out. She had distinguished herself. It had been accepted. Oh, ask for that woman. And true to it, not letting you feel tensed. I mean, you can go to a place and you are feeling tensed for nothing. Tensed. And is it a brother or a sister doing that to you? Test. And we need to address it in church. You know, sometimes you come to church and it's as if sitting here, we are fine. The problem is out there. <laughs> Think the, the problem is out there. <laughs> but we need to address these things. We need to be light confidently. Speak Christ. Portray Christ. Not yielding our members to sin and temptation. Because there's a power in us making us overcomers. Everybody falls into temptation. Oh, oh, oh. My brother, if you can be whoever you need a discipline. You need to put in the principles. You need things to help you avoid the temptation. If you have to move quickly, you have to move. That's why the Bible talks about flee. In some things, you flee. In fleeing, whether you are not walking, <laughs> neither are you running, but you are in motion. Sometimes you know King Kong. Uh, you think you are around. It, it's fine. You can handle it. Well, I can handle it. Can handle, I can handle it. Other people can see and say, hey, this thing is dangerous. So I can handle it. Why are you talking? You are even gossiping. Keep your mouth shut. Look, there's a difference between sound counsel and somebody gossiping. It's different between that. We are being told, sister, this is dangerous. Brother, where you are going, it won't help you. What you are doing won't help you. Stay away. Brother A tells you, brother B tells you, you are not listening. You get a dream all right, God himself can say. Crazy. Leave. So I'll survive. I don't know what message you came to listen to this evening. 
please, if you are going on this journey and you hear the voice of God clearly, don't go. Don't say, I'll pray and go. Now listen to it again. You are moving in this direction. You hear. And don't, don't interpret the thing in your own way. Peter walked on water. I also walk on water. I can also walk on water. You haven't heard come. Peter was told, come. He moved with, on the basis of the word. People have drowned because of stupidity. If you are going on a journey, say, this is going to be dangerous. Don't go. Don't say, I'm going and I'll pray. Differentiate it all. You can be going and perceive and see that oh, there's darkness and so you are praying through. But you've heard it clearly. Stay away. When you have heard stay away, stay away. I want you to see yourself in a different light this evening. That there's something on the inside working on the outside that makes us victorious. That makes us overcome. You can overcome. You can overcome. You are not under any obligation to yield to the nature, sinful nature. It will urge you on. Take that step. Go. Do that thing. Nothing will happen to you. Nothing will happen to you. When you obviously see that something will happen to you. If you have to pull away from something, pull away. If you have to stop something, stop it. If you have to say no, say no. If you have to say yes, please say yes. But you and I are the light of the world. There's a lot of darkness. So in your own small way, light up your corner. your corner. There are atheists around. There are all sorts of people around. People don't believe in God. People are saying that all sorts of things. Hmm. All sorts of things. And we know our current topic. <laughs> the, the current one. It's unbelievable. Though. It is unbelievable. Some things are unbelievable. I'm telling you, it is unheard of. But that's why the Bible says great men are not always wise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because some things, people must accept that look, this is wrong. I need to change. I need help. But the power of God is still available to save anyone. Have you encountered an atheist before? Says, there's no God. I don't believe in your God. There's no God. Somebody told me, me and my boyfriend, we don't care. We don't believe in God. <laughs> I say, me and my boyfriend, we don't care. We don't believe in God. And I, I strategized for, for her. 
David, I took a strategy. Her, her, her words. I used her words. Me, four weeks later. Because she had forgotten. <laughs> she said, God is not there. That's what she told me. God is not there. Me and my boyfriend, we do not care. <laughs> God is not there. Then I registered the words. About four weeks later, she was telling me something to see somebody three doors away. The person had come to look for me. Three doors away. So this person is looking for me. Then I also said, the person is not there. <laughs> she was looking at my face. Then I said, I don't care. The person is not there. She was a wife, so she turned red. So we're sitting now. A few minutes later, I asked. The person is there, right? And she said, yes. Then I asked her again. So even if I don't believe you, all I need to do is to walk three doors away and knock. Then she said, yes. Now I'm sitting now. I said, God is there. <laughs> if you also don't believe me, so shocked. You know, sometimes people think you are dark because you are black. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Think skin color. She looked at she was so shocked. If you also don't believe, I believe there's a God. My God is a living God. And you can see him even through the scriptures. If you think he's not there, believe me. Just all you also have to do is to go and research. Look at the right place. All scripture is inspired. So you to go and open it. That is where I got her to go and take a Bible. Because you must be the light. And you must strategize for people. Pray for people. Stand in. We need to defend the gospel. We need to show that we are Christians. And we are not going to heaven alone. We are... We, we, we must go along with everybody, our family members. You are here, your cousin, you can see your cousin on the path of disaster, destruction. When you are with your cousin, it is different. When you appear, you appear in church, you look different. It shouldn't be so. Don't go and sit with your cousin and talk any way, anyhow. Do you know that some people, when we meet them, their relatives are even shocked that we call them Christians. Don't your relatives be shocked that you are a Christian? Your sister does not know that you are a Christian because the language, the way you talk, she's been seeing what you've been doing. You've been coming home 2 a.m. Where were you? That's the lifestyle. That's what you can because boys, boys and girls, girls. So all these girls, girls think that is leading somewhere, and the boys, boys think. And now a, a woman is exchanging vows with a dog. My God, how 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 can this this 
No, no. How, how can this be, be, be acceptable? And great men are saying that it is correct. Can, can you imagine? A professor will say it is correct. It is okay. It is the right. It is his right to marry a dog. Or it is a right to be exchanging vows with a dog. Does it make sense? Let's bring our bodies under control. As for the body, it can, it can take you anywhere. The heart is deceitful. It can take you anywhere. Next time we'll be talking. Look, in the last days, a lot of people will lose their faith. It is biblical. Don't fulfill, don't let prophecy be part of people fulfilling prophecy. Because it will happen. People will lose their faith. People will run away. People's faith will become weak. People will be followers of other people or other things apart from God. It will happen. No one in Tantra will fulfill that prophecy. You will not be part to be fulfilling that prophecy. That you are away will be calling you and say to hell with God. Because there's no other salvation. That's what the Bible says. If you neglect this one, which are, I mean, which other way? No other salvation. So let's be careful. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That's what the Bible says. Watch and pray. Be alert. You are not the only one who is tempted. Are you the only one with eyes? <laughs> you are the only one. That's why we need each other. Going and praying for each other. Helping each other. Because we must make it to the end. And we must be told the truth. And we must live the truth. Temptation is seriously out there. And it's getting worse. Oh, you will hold your phone alone in the room. You will be there alone. Press anything and you'll be, in, in, you'll be somewhere. Press anything and you'll be somewhere. You'll be there alone. That is why it's called self Control. Self what? Self what? Bringing your body under subjection. Saying, sister, don't keep my phone alone. You must put principles, checks and balances. It's what? Checks and balances. To avoid sin, temptation. Because we all have blood. Whether you are prophet, whatever, there's blood. That's why you say, know what, where to go, where not to go. <laughs> where to go, where not to go. What to say, what not to say. What to do, what not to do. You must know where your, the extent to which your hand, what your hand can touch, what your hand can. A man of God, then. 
Look at this hand. But the Holy Spirit will check you. you see. This touch wasn't holy. Maybe you, you lost control. You are, told, you are prompted. The Holy Spirit is in there. We've been told. He will quicken us. So he tells you that this touch, don't do it again. They say, yes, Lord, because he's our Lord and, and Savior. Lord means master. So this touch is not lawful. It's not acceptable. They say, yes, sir. This look is not acceptable. He said, yes, sir. You, you, look, you should know. Do you think because we are, we are Christians here, somebody cannot connect with somebody's wife or somebody's husband? Who told you? Who, who, who said that? The self-control. Or a lady in the church. Dating a man in the church. You must know that this one is emotional attachment. You, you, you assess yourself. You are not judged. You assess yourself. I'm getting too close. I'm getting too close. He says, stop. Caution. That's why even if you look at the traffic light, yellow will come. <laughs> there will be yellow. Hey, coach. Hey, be careful. Stop. It's time to stop. It's time to stop. Then it will be red. Because you were, you didn't, we were not cautious enough in the yellow. So the red will come. Say, stop now. Stop now. But you see, a fast one. So you can become emotionally attached. Everybody say emotionally attached. It's all about self-control. Self-control. Gabriel, put yourself under check. Everyone, put yourself under check. John, under check. Under check. When people speak, when you go to offices, people speak carelessly. In the office, I say they are joking carelessly. Married men, and they are speaking carelessly. Oh, yeah, yeah, you are looking beautiful. It's not wrong to say you are looking beautiful, but when, when the, the source, someone can say, oh, you are looking beautiful. I say, yeah, you are looking beautiful. That, that's okay. But another, you are looking beautiful. And every day, today, Chile, today, you know, the day, the, every day, drifting, drifting. They say, oh, let's go to lunch. Today. You are sitting, want to eat. Now, to get to a time, when it is lunchtime, you are waiting to go and eat with another person's husband. You say you are in the workspace. We are only going to eat. And you yourself, you know that. If I, I can't eat alone now, I, these days I can't eat alone. It is emotional attack. You are falling. <laughs> you must be real to tell yourself that yellow, yellow is blinking. <laughs> Caution. When you say, I can't eat alone, I can't go and eat alone, I'm waiting to go and eat with you. It happens all around. There's nothing wrong when co-worker, you are sitting and eating. There's nothing wrong when once in a while you went. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you identify that you are at the person's desk every time waiting. You were even doing Oh, are you going now? AJ has an arena. On the move. You see yourself start hiding messages. 
they know that yellow light. You hide the message. Once you start hiding the message, well, we don't want anybody to see. If you are doing something, you don't want anybody to see. Because we are in the light. It must be exposed. So anything you are doing that you don't want anybody to know or see, that one is even red. You got into red. That stop. And in Christendom, we obey. We obey the rules. So when you stop, it's fine. You have stopped. When you go past it and you are told you missed it, please be careful. Say, yes, sir. I missed it. Anyone who has missed it, you must come back. You don't say that I've missed it, so. Some people say, they say I'm like that. So I'll prove to them that I'm like that. I'm not like that. But it's an, it's an accusation. And false accusation. So I'll just do it. You are only exhibiting what was there. Some are False accusation in the church. The church. And so I'm doing it so they will know. Who are you hurting? Oh, really? Five minutes of time already. You thought it would be some way, but are you not enjoying it? Also, you were eating, you was he bringing? But it's the truth. We need to make it to heaven. And it's from pastor to everybody. The person's talking right now to everybody. Check, 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 check. Light of the world out there. Brighten up your corner, small corner. In the throttle, when you sit, brighten. It might make an impact. Leave a seed, somebody will take it away. Because where the world is going, it's getting darker and darker. People are not shy of anything. Mm, you are not shy of anything. To say anything. To say that you, you are a man. I want to, oh no. And say, I'm bold to tell you. And I just wonder, ah oh, well. How, how, how it's identified. How, how does a man see that this one too is like that and can say that I'm come to propose? I, I don't know, but how, how, do you, how is it, how is it, how does it work out? Maybe we need to be told. How do you, on the street, because when you see a lady, that one you are a lady, instead of oh, this is a nice lady and you can see that you can easily approach. Is that all? But how do you know that this one has the same instinct? To say that when I try it, <laughs> oh my. It's crazy. It's only ones that I've seen a man holding a rose. I don't know what I've had it up. Waiting for the partner came down out of a train. Let me see what I hear about them someday. Rose. They say when you talk about this, you don't be giving visa. Manamunka <laughs> 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 
Don't, don't let us see you holding a rose. Oh. The next time we see that you are holding a rose, if it is to a woman, oh, bless God. But when we see you holding the rose, we are assuming it is to a woman, not knowing. God help us. You know we laugh about this, but it's just critical. We love everybody. I mean, you come out of things. And we do, don't assume that in church nobody's like that. Please don't make that mistake. I've seen something. And on the band, on the hand, was an ICGC band. I say, hey. Did, did you hear it? treatment of issues and one of the years again, the band on the person's hand was an ICGC one. Oh, you are still not getting it. I'm only saying they don't answer that in church. Problems must come to church. Where should they go? Everybody must come to church and we have to fix. So because we are bonded and loving each other, you see one, you are not going to gossip or we are going to embrace let me prompt you before you come and destroy somebody or send somebody away. We are accepting everybody, laughing everybody, protecting everybody, helping. Only then I look this one. Uncle Heaven. Your hand then. Uncle Heaven. Align, align, align. But we are accepting. This church is open doors for everybody. Everybody with all the wrongs and will be here. And then the word of God will shape all of us. Do you understand? Don't send people away. Don't gossip. No slander. When you see, when you see a Rastafari, probably he's a footballer. Who is going to bless the church? Say Rastafari, say, yeah, we don't accept the Rastafari. Who told you? Rastafarians are accepted. Everybody is accepted. Some of it is culture that people have picked. In there is Christ. Hair is cornrow. Heart is. <laughs> so please, let's be careful. Let's not judge. But rather, rather, let's embrace people. But all in all, please let our light shine. So be on pastor. Say, pastor, your light might shine. Be careful and pray for pastor and pray for everyone. Okay, there's no king gone here. Lead us not into temptation. What true being is in all daily, but deliver us from evil. We will not fall into temptation, but may we be delivered from evil. Can we please rise? Hallelujah. Give me one worship song. Every day the dish is different. I'm sure you were just waiting, probably the, the usual style, eh? but this is the, the usual style to balance this. Osuruni asasiyafu Uti kukuri ya wajuma Osa 
Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Acts chapter 4 verse 33 says, And with great power gave, gave he the apostles, I mean, great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon all of them. That's the message I've talked about this evening. I didn't read it by me. I just wanted you to know. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 and Acts chapter 4 verse 33. Witnesses. There's a power to witness. But we need to be witnesses. Oh, it is 8.30. Please listen to me. Friday, everybody here, go and announce we have an all night. Please, what did I say? Have an all night with every department, intercessors, protocol, media, music. These people came to prompt. Oh, my mind! My mind has been two hours. Two hours is fixed, but we need to pray. Since last week, my heart's been burning, and I've been telling you. So we'll start at what time? Nine is fine. Nine is fine. Maybe the deacon should have let me. Nine is fine or ten? Nine is fine. Ten. Ten p.m. So you rest a while and come. So Friday, we are not coming seven. Tell everybody we we'll put it on the platform and we come and break. Oh my God. Darkness. We we'll come and break darkness. Please don't miss it. Don't miss it for anything. Even if I have an appointment at 8 a.m., please come and pray. We'll stop for and go and rest a bit. I'm begging you. I'll pray for the church and we'll pray through. I've been having a bedding and after speaking there's a release for prayer. Please, let's come and pray for the church. Since I came, we've not had that interaction, that prayer time. Intercessors, every one of us and it's for all church members. Kofi be available. Everyone must be available. Jay, you have an appointment. So, so you, you can be here. Okay, so Friday, 10 p.m., 10 sharp, we'll pray till 4 a.m. Is it fine? Sing, worship, pray. But just when I was talking, I said, break the power of darkness. Who's in? I'll give you a different key. Let's take our offering. Don't forget, please tell everybody in your department. Put it on your platforms. We'll put it on the church's platform. Say, this Friday, no church service at 7. But we'll be coming here at 10 p.m. And please, it's for everybody. Come and let's pray. Let's worship. It will be a good time. I will pray through. We'll pray through. We'll pray through. We'll pray through. Protocol, security, all leaders, all decades, all council members, all department heads. 